And now we start the show. I've been starting off the podcast with that very low low timber. Oh, please. We're not doing beatbox. We can't. Oh. We can't do beatbox. Yeah. We can't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Boom, 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 boom. How? How? Boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. We start the show now. I'm at a loss for words. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Thanks for joining me today in this. And the cold open is done. <laughs> we do we do show. <laughs> God damn it. doing it's the who you looking at podcast with michael macarola uh and me i'm dendidus you're dendidus <laughs> dendidus i'm dendidus how do you feel ben you feel you thank you for having me <laughs> oh, thank no. you thank you he's off the rails today everyone. thank you thank you see this is the reason why we need the visual version of this podcast I because need to some you you can get away with doing the stitch voice, but you can't get away from the from hiding. But see, that's how of the stitch. Voice. You understand this is how voice actors work, though, and yeah. that's not to say I am one. But if you ever see a voice actor do their thing, yeah, they look crazy. They look, they do crazy faces. That's yeah. how you get the voices, which I think is fine for this podcast until we do the. You ever see version. Tom Kenny do his voices? He looks like an insane person. I don't know if I've seen. I mean, I've definitely seen him do his voices. Does he change too much for SpongeBob? Not for SpongeBob necessarily, but for his other voices. I feel like he, he does a lot of shoulder work with SpongeBob. There's a lot of gestures, yeah, a lot, a lot of shoulder of, work, a lot of exaggerations, they, a lot of movements, a lot of yuck yucks. But like, there's usually like some large gaping mouths, mm. some some uh, some large uh, open mouth, closed mouth. I forget who the artist was, but they did a thing on Nickelodeon when we were kids, where it's like, here's how we draw plankton. And it was a guy going through all yeah, the different expressions. Yeah, it's, on the, it's one of the artists. It's the artist. For yeah, him. yeah. I don't know if you remember seeing that video. But well, he, he was like, there would be a when Plankton sad, I I feel sad too, and I have to make yeah, like a sad yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like whenever he's happy, he's smiling. I think that was playing it up for the kids too. It might have been playing it up for the kids, but it had an effect. It had an effect on me, Ben. Because we were kids. Because we were kids, and I was excited. It hit me right in my kid heart. It is true though. Like if you're drawing something happy. You are, and you're occupying that emotion, you know, you feel, you feel happier. My ear had an itch. My ear always has an itch. Do you notice that I always itch my ear? I never actually do at it's, all. My, my, my right ear always itches when we do this podcast, Ben, and I, I don't know why. Mike, I got to tell you something. Is it the news? Yes. What kind of news? Let's do you get got into the today? goddamn news. <laughs> this, you ever hear about the, about mayflies? Uh, are they the evil ones? Yes. What do they do to you? They're, they're fucking horrendous. It looks like the fucking, it looks like the plague. Is it because they're big? Is it because they bite? Is it because they swarm? I want to say all of the above. (laughs) I really don't know for a fact, but I want to say all of the above. Right. So I'll show you a video and I'll put on this thing here because I think the effect might be. The Bluetooth thing has gone up. Um, so... The um, 
we're apparently, I don't know if we've kind of passed it by now or if we're still in the middle of it or maybe towards the end. I don't know. But there's apparently a specific season in the year mm-hmm. in which this bug called mayflies are very prevalent okay. in life. All right. And in this area, I want to say, where was... Uh, Oh my god. If you're doing anything uh to um if you're at work, you know, if you're trying to listen while you're uh I don't know doing something loud, this is a lost episode for you because we're going to talk about it in whispers. No, this is horrendous. What happened? What is <laughs> horrendous? Do you want to take a break from uh, take a quick pause? No, because it, it would be it would be in here if it was here. It might have been taken down cuz this is on Instagram. I saved it, so oh. it might have been taken down by whoever put it up. Regardless, I can I can search it up on on uh, on YouTube because it's not a uh, like a new thing. It, it happens every year. Okay. Um, do you want to have an editing cut while you look for it, or do you just want? No, to it's it? literally right here. Oh, you got it. So right. it happens every year, and it's like in Minnesota. Oh, here's here's a good one. Oh. So it happens in like Minnesota, and um, it's these fucking bugs. They look like fucking locusts like massive fucking right. flying bugs and i wrote it down specifically um i thought when i saw this that this was just a random video of like a massive swarm of like fucking bugs mm-hmm. but no apparently during this time of year um these bugs um that i think live underneath or at least hatch from underground they they burrow in the mud underneath lakes right and during their their hatching season which would be now is they hatch from there oh jesus and it's all at once like they all all at once they all sync up yeah and so they're like evil cicadas oh oh god dude and when i tell you it's not an understatement when i say plague yeah. So let me show you this video, show and for me. everyone at home, just search up Mayfly Swarm, because mm. it's literally, like, every single video, and I don't know why all of them are, like, gas stations, or, like, <laughs> it's all of them are, like, gas stations, or, like, a baseball field or something. Right. Um, But there are literally, like, there's, like, attendants or whatever, and they're, like, covering these attendants, because there's nothing they can do. Like, they, oh, really? they have to work. So they're just standing out there, and they're covered in them because they hit, there's nothing they can do about it. That's no, no, thank you. That's so look at job. this guy. That's not a job I would like. Look how many of them there are. Oh no, it's a li- you can't you can barely see the ground. What? Hold on. I think they go into the like they s- look at that. Oh no, they're covered. Look at the, the pumps. Oh fuck that, dude. What? skipping through but <laughs> the news He's like mowing just... them down the news guy... they're oh. literally running them over that's the most disgusting sound i've ever heard and it's just like it's like slush yeah it's like driving through slush that noise that noise wasn't mud oh that was them God. running them over that's so um, bad. 
the video I saw specifically was a guy also it was at a gas station, but he was walking into a convenience store where like the windows you couldn't see in the convenience store because it was covered oh in the God. mayflies and the handle to open the door was just all mayflies. So he had to literally just grab on to just more of the flies and just yank it open and walk inside. And <sighs> even in the store, it's just like you can't escape them. They're everywhere. Yeah, that's that's like the worst evolutionary um, advantage. I'm like, if there's ever a reason to not live in that state and bordering states, right. that's the reason. <laughs> It's For like, that one, like, few weeks or month <laughs> of the year, that's the... When the flies are in town. <laughs> when the flies come by. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> when the flies come by. <laughs> I mean, the fucking, like... So, we're currently in the big cicada year, but have you felt the effects of the cicadas at all? I haven't felt them at all here in Jersey. I haven't seen any. When I, I haven't in, even heard any. When I was in Cincinnati, apparently I just missed it because it was, like, that bad with cicadas in their forests and stuff like that yeah i haven't um, seen any i haven't seen I've it's saw, actually honestly the least amount that i've ever seen yeah. or heard i've seen one and my dog went up yeah to actually it. that's the only one i saw oh, yeah right, yeah, yeah i was there for there. that yeah she took her her middle nail and stabbed yeah, and it through the chest <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> and then kept like poking it with, like a, with her paw <laughs> which is such a good uh. look but I mean, at least she she tried to bite it, and I had to like drag her away. She did her like, best, man. You you killed it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> She's it's gone. It's not a treat. It's, it's not a treat. I didn't realize what she was doing, but the cicadas are freaky. But they seem to be relatively passive. Like I don't think. Oh yeah, bite. I actually found that out. Like I don't want to sound dumb saying this, but like I know that they weren't like they wouldn't hurt me or whatever, but. Out of all bugs, like, they, they freaked me out, like, a lot because yeah. of how big they are and how fucking loud they are, like, when they're up close to you. Yeah, they're big, they're like, loud. Like, I knew they, they weren't going to hurt me. Their eyes are piercing red. It's, <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, like, they look horrifying. It's like you. It's like a moth, right? When you see a, yeah. up, like a, like a macro picture of a moth, it yeah. freaks you out. But, you know, when you see a moth, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. Right. But a cicada is like a macro picture of a moth, but in real life. Like, it's yeah. like... It's like looking up of a close-up, except it's not, and you're just looking at it. I hate... And the, yeah. the noise it makes is so goddamn loud, it's like like it's like a fucking shock. Like It pierces it, you. It is, yeah. I, I woke up today, and I, I heard like ringing outside, and mm -hmm. I thought maybe there's like a bunch of them in the trees or something. Dude, it sounds like it's raining. It does. It, when, you, when there's a lot of them, it sounds like it's raining outside, and you walk out, and you're like, oh, no, it's just fucking bugs in yeah. the trees. <laughs> Everyone just hyped up this year with cicadas because it was like the big 17 years. The 17 years. Year. 17 years. Coming out of the ground. They're coming out of the ground. What a shitty life to have. They got, yeah, they come out of the ground and just to make breed and die. Make more and die. It's like it's the Zerg strategy, right? Of just like more, 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 and that's how we'll survive. And it's just like <laughs> not I, kind of. I mean, not in a combat sense, but just like if we produce enough of ourselves, we'll survive as a species. But it's like they. It's like. I bugs in general, right? Yeah. I understand a, like a lot of them have very they all have purpose. I'm not saying they don't. Yeah. But their lifespan very short for the most part. <laughs> their lifespan very short. Their li lifespan very short. <laughs> lifespan not long. <laughs> long. Not long lifespan too not good. Too not good. 
Um, this is true. This this particular <laughs> snap snaps. <laughs> Thank do, you. Do, do Thank our you. little poetry reading. Snaps. That was my slam poetry. Yeah. I come here every Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> to speak your truth. Uh, yes. About how life is short for bugs. <laughs> I'm sorry, it did not uh, surpass uh, Corey's, but uh, oh know, yeah, it'll be it'll be there. <laughs> Those who get Boy Meets World references, thank you. Topanga. Topanga. <laughs> um, but this cicada, literally, what does it do? It burrows underground for 17 years. Yeah. To come out, fuck and die. Yep. And then the ones that it created, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know if they're laid underground or if they hatch and then burrow underground. One of, Something within that order. I forget yeah. which one. Regardless, doesn't matter. Because either way, they're either born or mm-hmm. born and then go underground or they're just born underground. Wait 17 years. And then come out to die again, and then just repeat and repeat. Like, what do you? What is that life? What is the? Yeah, what's what's the point? What is your pre? What are your? Who are your predators? What are your prey? Like, what do you do? What is your? Yeah, what it? <laughs> I'm sure there's a role in the ecosystem somewhere with that, but like, why? They're high nutrition. I heard high I, nutrition. I, I've seen them made in cookies. That was a big thing in the news. That's true. That's true. It, it I, looked disgusting. It, I don't know why. I did. I, didn't I was like. See it. It looked like there was a fucking almond in the middle of it, but no, it was a goddamn cicada. Oh, I, I was hate, like, that I looked that. awful. No, grind them up, man. Grind them up. No, it was, they put the whole fucking thing <laughs> on the top. I'm like, that looked awful. We deep fried a cicada and we put it in the middle of a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, why? Yeah, it, it's it's so stupid. And I'm sure the mayflies are the same exact way. But it's like. Except those are grosser because. Yeah, isn't there a thing where it's like. If we got rid of mosquitoes, there would literally be no effect on the ecosystem. Like they're literally actually bad for the ecosystem. Hi, I, I'm I'm oblivious to that. I'm not sure. Where it's like, that does, I mean, there are you could certain, say anything, and I, that might sound right. I don't know. Like there are certain animals out there where it won't upset the balance of things, and they're literally just bad. I'm pretty sure mosquitoes are on the list. I could be fucking wrong, but it's like, yeah, you get rid of. Um, actually. Actually, uh, they're very important. And vital. <laughs> actually, they're Whoa. very vital to our ecosystem, Whoa. and then without them, their whole planet would die. <laughs> we would actually. No. <laughs> uh, it says, but they play a key role in many ecosystems. According to National Geographic, the male mosquitoes eat nectar and, in the process, pollinate all manner of plants. Oh, these fucking. Fuck you. These insects are also an important food source for many other animals, including bats, birds, reptiles. Yeah, so. So they say, yeah, we're providing to the environment, but we're also killing. We're also spreading malaria. Malaria <laughs> and the Zika virus and all these other bullshit things. We it's also like, like to give little red bumps on all your children and little friends. I hate, there's nothing I hate more than mosquitoes. We also like, forget the bumps, we also like to freak you out with our little long legs and Ooh. long little Ooh. little beakish little fucking... They stab Long, you with their noses. Long, stabby, tendril noses. These damn, <laughs> these damn stabbing snoots. Are just <laughs> stabbing, snooted sn- noses. Stabbing, snooted little assholes, dude. Yeah, I fucking hate, I hate mosquitoes. Let's just get rid of them, you know? I told you about... Um, Let's just murder every single one of them. <laughs> I told you about the mosquito killers, right? That, that oh. whole epiphany I had. 
I don't want to go too much of on a tangent with this, but real quick, uh, there are these things that look like fucking massive mosquitoes, like right. twice the size of a regular mosquito. And I would be outside like every night mm-hmm. and I would see these things and I'd be freaking out and I wouldn't be able to get my business done outside because they'd be fucking bothering me and I'd be freaking out all the time yeah. and they would not stop. There'd be like fucking 40 of them. And every single time I'd kill a bunch of them that night and they'd be more the next night and I would keep killing them and killing them. Yeah. I finally go and look it up. They're not mosquitoes. I thought they were mosquitoes. They're not mosquitoes. What were they? They're mosquito killers. Mosquito killers. Um, that's just their nickname. Um, uh, let's see. Their real see. name is Greg, and they were born in Sacramento. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, what were they? Uh, mosquito killers. Mm-hmm. Crane flies. That's what they're called. Crane that's the actual flies. thing. What they actually are, are completely harmless. I had been murdering a (laughs) bunch of them for no reason, just because I was horrified. Because look at these things. They look like fucking massive mosquitoes. Oh, Oh, yeah, fuck that. Don't they look horrifying? Fuck that, yeah. But they're apparently harmless, and in fact... um, Extremely helpful. Extremely helpful, and are are, are completely harmless when fully mature, Often confused with mayflies, crane flies, aka mosquitoes eaters, only live a few days once fully mature. Damn. And that also just and and I was just like, because also I'm like, how could it be mosquitoes? Because there's no water nearby here. I'm like, right. Anyway, so, so it wasn't. It's just yeah. It was just there was a fuck ton, and like I would go through the grass, and they would all fucking swarm out, and I would be. Literally, like, oh no, freak. Yeah, imagine how freaking out I was. I was not having it. Yeah, but. do you remember? I mean, obviously, you remember you were affected the most by that, like, the deadly wasp invasion. Do you remember that in the, like, oh, the beginning of God. the pandemic? But those, those were also something different. They were something different, yeah. Those weren't the uh, what were they called? The killer wasps or whatever yeah. they were called. Those, those were the um, uh, oh my god, what were they called? <sighs> Beetle, oh my god. I don't know. I just remember that was like... I just got a, me- a snap memory from like two years ago from that or, oh, really? or a year ago. You... That's when that was. Um, if it was two years ago, Ben, I'd have a heart attack on the spot. <laughs> yeah, no, no it, it was a year ago. Right. Um, they are... They're not good. They're still wasps. They still will like fuck you up. Yeah. Um, they're not... Definitely not like crazy harmful to you, but mm-hmm. um, they're actually... They, they eat beetles. Okay. Um, and they burrow in the ground. It's another type of weird, but it's, it's an, in the. It's family. another type of hornet. Yeah, it's in the hornet family. But like these things were massive. Like yeah, they were. They to were to crazy. picture it for you guys at home, um, this was at my job, and uh, if you can picture like the Home Depot when at the front of Home Depots, there's like those square, um, those square uh, uh like block. I don't know how to describe it. Like those those trees that kind of are, are placed in front of the building sure. and it's in like square like blocks. Mm-hmm. I don't, oh my God. It's like a planter almost. Yeah. And they would burrow in there and there's like four of them oh, right. and there would be nests burrowed in each of those. Mm-hmm. So there, and they spread across to all of them. So there was a crap ton of them. Damn. Um, Did you guys get an expert? Like a, um, yeah. I mean, we, multiple times cause they wouldn't go away. Damn. Yeah. Um, we had to, we killed them. I mean, there were, I, I can show you the snap memory. There was just a collection of all the dead ones yeah. over on the side because we kept killing them. I remember that. Um, yeah. 
Because people like, wouldn't go into the store because they were attacked. No people. one would go through that entrance because it was just swarmed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we would pick it up with those like garbage claw grabbers, mm-hmm. and it would literally be like the size of the grabber. Like no, you would, they were you, fucking crazy. you would pick it up with like those rubber tips, and it would fit the rubber tips. That's how big these things were. Yeah, and I I fucking remember when the pen- like it was very early in the pandemic too. So yeah, yeah, everyone was like. Are we actually in the apocalypse? Because <laughs> it feels like there's another plague happening. Yeah, yeah, everything's happening. We're yeah. getting hit with everything. Right, yeah. Soon there's going to be... Yeah, I feel like at the same time, there was the pandemic, Australia was on fire, and the deadly wasps were invading the United States. That's a spicy meatball. And we were fucking... I mean... <laughs> Those are some spicy meatballs. It was some spicy meatballs that, at that time. I don't think we could have had... I, it was a crazy mm-hmm. thing. But what was the deal? They were, like, killing bees and stuff. That was why they were dangerous. Because um, they were evil. The, the specific ones were the Chine... Chine uh, I think they were Chinese, the killing, like, killer wasps. Killer wasps or whatever. Those... I forget the exact news with those, because I think they also, like, debunked a little thing with that. Like, they weren't, like... They were definitely very, like, venomous... Right, but like, like you could go into anaphylactic even if you weren't allergic to bees. Like mm-hmm. they were just very, very potent. Right, but um, I don't think they ever made it to the U.S. I don't, oh, really? Maybe a few of them. I don't. I'm not sure exactly, but I don't right. think it was. I don't think it became a huge problem because here. I remember it being like. I don't think okay, it became a huge a, problem. There's a here. wave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything came over. Yeah, God's just mad now. Uh, you know, before he was like, ah, oh, whatever, we'll do this. But now he's just like, firestorms. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and <laughs> it's like, it's like fucking ancient Egypt or whatever. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yeah, man, I can't, I can't handle bees. My dad's definitely allergic to bees. And I've been stung mm-hmm. since I was a kid many times. Yeah. So I'm fairly confident I'm not. But I was going to say, when was the last time you were stung? Uh, had to have been like middle of high school. Okay. So it's been more than seven. I think it's been about seven years. Damn, so. I, I've been stung more recent than that. Right. I mean, I, you know, finished out high school without getting stung and then went to New York, so there's no bees there. I was going to say, like, <laughs> no bees there. Very limited bees. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no urban bees over there. Because <laughs> you imagine a bunch of urban <laughs> yeah, bees. Yeah, like, we know, can we picture what urban bees are like? It's, there's just a beekeeper at the top of a roof somewhere. It's just like, oh, my children. It, that's the Dr. Bees you know, kind of gone. Yeah, Dr. Bees! <laughs> oh my god! I forgot about Dr. Bees! <laughs> this city could use... <laughs> this city is woefully underpopulated Woefully with... <laughs> underpopulated with bees! Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Dr. Bees! I love Dr. Bees, man. He was great. Oh, that was so good. But, uh... <laughs> yes, father. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what everyone go look up Dr. Bees yeah, later. If you, if you that was a classic it, YouTube. That was fucking That was one of the good old days of YouTube. But what do they say? Like you you re you have the potential to mutate your genes every like seven years with allergies and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can develop. So you stuff, can develop yeah. Like, oh, yeah. allergies. So. I mean, I've developed cat allergies later on. I get, I developed really? cat I developed cat allergies. I think I might have mentioned this too, but I developed cat allergies when I was like 17, 16. Do you very think, very minor? Do you think that's because of exposure to cats or I've had lack exposure, of to, exposure? I've had exposure to cats my whole life. Right. Because my cousins, my cousins have had cats so, my whole life. 
You um, just developed it because I wonder if it's because it was already in you and then just activated. I don't think there's. I don't know if there's an ex. I don't know if they're able to prove an explanation for it because it's like same thing with like lactose intolerance. I mean, my grandma she developed lactose intolerance at the age of eighty. Right. Like she just became lactose intolerant. Her like, body you just know, said, seven years ago. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Get it out of me. Yeah. Exactly. No, thank so you. So like. And I, I think I, did I mention this on the podcast? I think I just mentioned to you, but I thought it's worth mentioning it on here. The test for determining whether you're lactose intolerant. You haven't told me about this. Dude, it's fucking hilarious to determine whether you're, cause I'm going to be trying to take this test too. Cause I okay. think I'm, I really do think I'm lactose intolerant. Right. Uh, in order to determine whether you're lactose intolerant, you have to, so it's not just like doing like a blood test or something like that. You have to drink milk like you have to drink a certain amount of milk right to have lactate or lactose in your system so it can see how your body is processing it so like let's say you're severely lactose intolerant (laughs) yeah your body needs to have like that amount of dairy in your system Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you were like (laughs) i just thought it's hilarious that like okay so I'm fairly certain I'm lactose not. Okay, here, have a quart of milk before yeah. coming in to get your test for this. Please poison yourself. Yeah, you right. That's <laughs> sort of like we'll have a bathroom ready for you while you're here because I'm like, you're probably gonna shit yourself. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know if I'm lactose intolerant, but it definitely doesn't agree with me as I, much anymore. And I don't know if that's just. I think, honestly, I think every human being after puberty is lactose intolerant to some degree. Well, to be honest, I'm almost positive, I'm fairly certain about this, is that our body is not meant to, like, uh, process dairy like that on that level. Like, I don't think dairy is, like, because we may, like... The, right. out, the way that we consume dairy nowadays, like, we made dairy the way it is now. Like, right. our, dairy is not naturally make, made the way it is. Right. Like, before you, you know, obviously drink your milk. You know, straight out a cow's udder or a goat's udder or whatever. Like, that's not how we have it. You know, it's processed. Yeah, I mean, that's not, not like, obviously, humans are supposed to drink, like, breast milk until a certain period in time. Mm-hmm. And then we can supplement that with formula. But, like, after that, I feel like... I saw like a video on it where they were studying like the effects milk had in certain uh, societies and stuff that were very pasture based. And there was like a lot of health benefits for like kids drinking milk because it would make bone density harder and all this other shit. So it had positive effects over long periods of time when you were drinking it as a kid, but adults drinking milk and had no effect on them oh yeah because your bone density at right. some point just do- like right there's only so much that your bone density like gets to where it's like okay right. i cannot be like I- and it, it might be a negative to like keep adding to that well because you might be like fucking up your bones maybe they're like too brittle almost possibly i that's mean my, that's a michael theory but don't. my thing is like i have always been a cheese boy I know you're a cheese. I love cheese. Yeah. I love dairy. I Mm. love, so I love dairy products to the the day I die. I could be the most lactose intolerant person ever and I will still eat dairy. Yeah. I had a grilled cheese drunk as fuck at Sea Isle 
and boy, did I have the worst bathroom experience of my life oh, five no. minutes after having that grilled cheese. I think you might be. I don't think you need to take this test. I think you might. No, that's why I'm saying I want to take the test because these are telltale signs mm. that I think I'm lactose intolerant because it's not every experience I have with cheese, but like certain extremities like a grilled cheese sandwich. Which is just, yeah. Which was, and it wasn't like just a grilled cheese. It was like a macaroni and cheese grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, so wow. it was like an, it was like an right. extra yeah. like kind of thing. Like, you know, um, I, or, or I, like a milkshake where it's not like just ice cream. It's like a, it's like that kind of like oomph to a, a dairy right. product. So like, and I think over the years of me having like, I fucking have charcuterie boards like mm-hmm. all the time. I fucking make slices of cheese with crackers and meats and like that's what joe and i would eat fucking for snacks like for the first like seven years of our friendship is what we would have as snacks because we were fucking ridiculous so like shout out to joe shout out he's gotta make you a charcuterie board right now and so (laughs) start now it's sad (laughs) so it saddens me but it i think that's part of it is that i eat so much dairy that Mm. it's probably like my body's like chill the fuck out yeah and i've definitely cut back on my cheese like the past like four years of my life i have not eaten as much and not just cheese but like dairy in general i have i've switched to like almost i haven't had milk Mm -hmm. in probably three years yes because i've i've sub i i've i've changed everything to like almond or soy or something i think oat milk oat milk is the best i think i like almond for the well, because I, I don't, I like almond at taste-wise, but I don't know. I've read enough things where it's, like, bad for the environment, where it's, like, compared to others. Oh. Obviously, the worst for the environment is fucking cow milk, because pastures are not great for the environment. Well, not if you're getting the kosher shit. Wait, ob- yes, kosher shit. Yeah, us Hands, Jews, we got it right. on the kosher Yeah, board. yeah, baby. But, um, yeah, almond milk's good. Apparently, it just <clears throat> consumes a lot of water. To, to make almonds so it's like a, such a crazy amount of water to make it mm-hmm. whereas like oat milk is a little bit easier i guess i don't fucking i haven't know. looked much into it maybe i should honestly I, I just don't i don't i personally don't even really notice it i haven't drank a glass of milk or use milk and things that often but also i don't cook that much so that could be the reason that i'm not feeling the effects of lack of milk well i don't cook often either anymore since you know kosher mm-hmm. shit but yeah, and, and also, like, I drink coffee black, so I don't have it for that. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to go through the list of things I would use it for. It's, like, mac and cheese, but I haven't made mac and cheese in a while because I I want to be a, a healthier boy than I was. I was just thinking about mac and cheese earlier, too, and that sounds yeah. so good right now. It does sound so good, but if I make mac and cheese for myself, I make the box. And oh, yeah, I just, and I eat the whole box. And I eat the whole box. Yeah, well, you're an insane person if you don't eat the whole box. <laughs> no, Are you kidding me? Like, I know, but I look at the portion, and it's like And it's and like, what, like a quarter of it is one portion. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like three and a half to four and And I look at it a quarter of it, and I'm like, that's not one portion. Like, <laughs> half of it is maybe a portion. I agree with that, but... I'm so used to eating the whole box. Yeah, yeah. That it's like. Oh, I only eat a whole box. I don't think I. I, The portions are based off of what, how many carbs you should be eating a day. Maybe a box and a quarter. I can't. (laughs) I will say, though, I I do eat the whole box and feel like fucking shit for the rest of the day. Like, I don't know about you. I I just. I don't know. I eat a lot more than you, so I don't don't feel like shit. Yeah. I, I, I could eat a whole box and feel like fine. I just feel exhausted. But also, dude, my. I haven't gained any weight. 
-hmm. I've told you I've lost weight, which I think is ridiculous that I've lost fucking weight. No, I, I think it's ridiculous that I've lost weight and I have like, like my lower stomach fat is like more prevalent than ever. <laughs> and I hate it. Cause it's like, it's, I worked so hard to get rid of that yeah. throughout my last year of college and I haven't gained any weight. I would have been fine if I had gained weight right. and it be there. I'm like, okay, at least I've gotten weight. At least but that makes no, sense. Yeah. I haven't gained any weight and I have that. So have I'm you like, noticed that muscle mass has gone away? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Dude, I mean, if you feel how, like, f like loose and flabby, like, right. my arm is, it's very, like, but, like, <laughs> yeah, right? It's just, like, it's just, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's just, let's just, <laughs> What yeah. is that? What is that? Um, oh my God! What's it called? This is an <laughs> this is an ASMR podcast. Oh fuck! I forget what the name of it's called. Um, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, name. I'm blanking on it too. But I know it's like we're both thinking of the same shit. Um, I don't think we are. I don't know what you're talking about. Of of what it's called? Like your biceps or something? No, the the. Oh, ham boning? Ham boning, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of ham boning. Yeah, we'll have a ham boning. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I was immediately thinking of ham boning. Do, um, do you think we should do that with video, though? Or should we... I definitely want to have a ham boning video. We only communicate through ham boning. It's just an hour of us slapping I want. I want no I want no speaking. I'm down. No speaking. There's no Just rule. ham boning. There's no rules to this. Okay. But, but we have to have a very intellectual deep personal conversation about I, how we feel what i no no what i want through ham boning <laughs> no what i this is what i want right yeah it's got to be ham boning right we're it's it's two separate things done right I'm, we're ha i'm ham boning right i'm going ready okay okay right all right i stop you go all right you're ham boning right okay then you stop <laughs> i go right all right, we go back and forth. Yeah, we're right? having a conversation. We're going. We're going. Right. We're, communica we're communicating. We're communicating right? through dance. All right, that's going. Right. Right. Let's say how how fifteen minutes of that. Right. Something. Okay. I don't know. Like ballpark. No, I'm thinking the whole episode. But I, uh, no, I, I'm just saying whatever time frame of that. Okay. But pro either before or after the hand boning, we record audio and we edit in between. Okay. That. Where. Oh. So we like cut to ourselves. It like either <laughs> either fading our faces in between with the, our, our audio of what of like a, some sort of we need some sort of deeper conversation. We need the, like we need like the Jor El. Yeah, face yeah, yeah, yeah. On both of like like a just, floating head. Yeah, it just kind of comes in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Says something like some sort Damn. of like. Man, I wonder if what other things are going on in space right now. Yeah, I I I'm so down for this, but it's really funny. How many funny years do you think a meteor would take to smash into us right now? <laughs> and then at the end, we're just like, "Hi, please sponsor the podcast. <laughs> we would like to sell your products." And <laughs> okay, I think it'd be fantastic. If I started pooping at the end of this video, do you think it would take me a long time to figure out how long it would be? Like? It, it, oh, oh, and the audio and, yeah, it just trails, off. trails yeah. off with you. You're just like, what are you saying? Yeah, what? what's going on? What is he trying to say? Man, that leave them be... guessing. <laughs> Man, I've seen some weird art, video art in my life in museums and stuff, but that's on a whole other yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. down for it. All right, cool. I can't. I mean, it really does speak to the to the title of the podcast of what the fuck are we looking at? Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, Mike. Yes. 
Uh, I knew, I want to talk to you about something. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a little bit of a concept that I've been kind of working on recently. Uh, Nodding my head. Yes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, I like the approval. Yes. <laughs> um, and I I definitely think it's something I need to work on, mm. and I think it's something. I don't think it's something that you need to work on. Okay. But I think it's something I need other people's inputs on. Right. All right. So I'm not that emotional of a person, but I'm working on it. We've talked about it on a podcast yes. before. Yes. I've, I think I've mentioned. Yes. There are certain people I'm more emotional with, certain people I'm not emotional I with. I think you're very emotional with me. Yes. It's one of the few people. Okay. And it's also, I think, in recent years and days that I have been more. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing that I feel is the easiest thing for me to convey, which I'm sure is a probably common thing among most people, is anger mm. and frustration. Okay. Not just anger, just frustration and anger. Those, that's those, easy for you to communicate. Yes. Because, because that's the opposite for me. Really? I find really? That, I find that incredibly hard to communicate. Because that's more of an exploding thing for me. Oh, I don't. I don't. It's explode. it's it's something that's like, oh, dude. Okay. I explode in private. This is actually very interesting. I to explode me. in the shower by myself when I cry. That's great. Okay, but okay. I don't. I don't express that to people. I wanna. I wanna go deeper on this right now. Okay. Because um, you finish your your bit because I wanna. So, so so basically, the way I look at this though is that I I see it, at least how I'm feeling, and maybe this is probably just me projecting. Then, if you have a very different look on it, then is I, I feel most people have it, an easier time expressing anger and frustration and that type of, I guess, negative or connotation of things is because it's much easier to explode with that. Like, you know... I agree. You know, it's it's harder to express love because it's like a vulnerable thing. It's a... Um, it's a... I'm, open, I'm opening something to you or... You know, it's it's right. more like a willingness to do it versus anger. It's like you're someone's pushing you to this, or your mind is like, it's something's driving you to this, and it may not be that person's fault. It might it's your mind. It's definitely you're on you that's bringing yourself up to that point in connection with other things and your your surroundings and your mind and all these other connecting things that are bringing your brain to this thing to this buildup yeah but it's that buildup that turns into the volcano that explodes and then boom and and it's easier for me to convey that and push that out because it's almost like an unstoppable force for me sure i i think what my theory on that is that negative emotions are obviously emotions that we don't want to have even if they like, but it happens to us, right? So it's just like, okay, I now have this negative emotion. I need to get rid of it. So I just explode and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, I feel this way, blah, blah, blah. I need to get that out of me essentially. Yeah. But with positive emotions, it's a, it's an emotion that you have that you want to hold on to. And if you find it hard to share how you feel, you know, at, without like an involuntary explosion, then it might be hard to express positive emotions because, you know, you don't want it to leave you maybe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or it's like maybe if I express this, it won't be reciprocated and it might diminish 
the joy or love that I mm-hmm. am experiencing. You know what I mean? That's it's probably it's part of it. I think mm-hmm. definitely agree with you on the the anger side of it. The right. love one, like the 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 positive ones, are harder harder because you know there are other portions of that where you're like, oh, you know, this person will be reciprocated of of it. Right. It's Re- it's re- it's, re- it's more dependent. <laughs> receptive. I don't re- know. Re- yeah, whatever the word is. But <laughs> but it's like right. Like I've known you since I was eight years old. If I express any joy to you, you're gonna bounce back with the same amount of joy, if not mm-hmm. more. And that's going to be a, bo- a overall boosting experience. Yeah. But if, you know, you maybe are in a new friendship or a new relationship or like with a person you know for a long time, but you don't really know too well, it I find it very hard to express positive emotions with that person because yeah. it might not be on the same level as you yet. And, you know, some people I've heard too, it's easier for them to do it because there's less risk involved because the less they know about them, if they express it and it's not reciprocated, they're like, oh, okay, well, there wasn't much involved in it. And so it's like, there's like a, there's a weird uh, sort of chemistry between certain people's mindset on it where they're like, oh, either the, the heaviness and investment versus the lightness and investment. Mm -hmm. And some people thinking it, that's not how I think. Usually I'm like, I'm like that where I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know how this, this person's going to feel. And I like panic. Right. But back to this anger thing, mm-hmm. I've been trying to work on containing that. And I don't mean containing it as in preventing my rage because mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm not trying to say I'm an angry person. I, I try, I, I try to, I hope that it, comes off that I'm not like an angry person. Uh, yeah, I, I never. Or like, but I, I, to be fully honest with myself, that I'm I can easily be frustrated and like, uh, angered at certain things or whatever, mm-hmm. and easily like, um, taken things like personally, but in in a very specific way, like not in terms of like oh when plans are made or when something's done, but like something can be said and I'll just take it in a certain way, even though I know it's not like meant like that. Right. Um, and the f- one thing that's been making me think all about this is just that the, the, the four agreements that I read. Right. And like that book is fucking crazy, but, um, it's crazy in a good way. Or yeah. Gr- it's such a good dude. It's crazy. Good. Are you done? With I'm it? done with it. Yeah. You can read can that. I borrow man. It? Yeah. I actually need a book for my new, my new, sh- uh, yeah, it, it's, it's right on the, uh, for my reading channel. It's right on the shelf up there. Um, I might steal it. So this is uh, one of the concepts, like kind of some sort of an, like an analogy that I made of myself that although it sounds kind of just like a roundabout way of thinking about it, it mm-hmm. helps me sort of build a imagery in my head that helps me formulate around the emotion. Yeah. So I think of it kind of like fishing. Okay. Right. Where the rage and the frustration and all those types of outward emotions that are negative is the fish. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and um, it's like a wild fish, like a bass. Like a bass. Like a, a, sa- like a salmon, right? Like an animal crossing like, when you like catch a- <laughs> too many sea bass. <laughs> like, a, like a fish swimming upstream. Right. Swimming real hard, real trying those to get away. salmon. Those salmon or those bats? I'm really not sure, but it's some. That's why I didn't specify. Some it's, fish. It's a fish swimming <laughs> upstream. Okay. Um, and 
I'm I'm cast I, as soon as I I see the fish, right? Me spotting the fish is me self-realizing that it's out there. The anger is yeah. out there, the frustration's out there. And I got to cast the line. I got to hook it on the line. Once it's on the line, that's me. I'm like, "Okay, I'm self-aware. It's it's out there. I know that I'm in some sort of uh, I don't want to put it as jeopardized uh, mindset, but some sort of extreme right. sort of mindset. I, I kind of disagree to a point. I think the noticing the fish is there is the self-aware aspect of it. And the act and the choice to catch it or not is the, do I let my anger control me in this moment or do I kind of let it go? Well, the like, letting it go has to do with reeling it. Oh, okay. So I still have to reel it in. Well, I N- guess like I, like putting I, it on the line, like casting it and getting on the line doesn't mean anything until I actually start reeling it in. So right. being aware of seeing it, like okay, I, yeah, I can notice it or whatever, but noticing it doesn't mean anything until I cast that line. Right. I I, I hear you, but I feel like if it, especially when it comes to anger specifically, if there's no logical reason to be angry. Because there are plenty of logical reasons to be angry mm-hmm. where you might want to interact well, with that um, for perfectly rational reasons. If it's an irrational anger that you want to get rid of. That's what I'm saying. I think focusing on just noticing it and letting it swim downstream away from where you are is the most important part of that situation. What I'm saying is that these aren't always irrational. Yeah. If it's what ra- I'm, say- if what it's I'm rational, saying is that these are... These are any type of situation where even if the anger is warranted, even right. if like this is like, oh, like I was fucked over. Right. Where I'm trying to allow myself to feel the anger because it's a natural emotion. This is we're all humans on this earth. It's something that we have we're entitled to feel in life. Yeah. But to not let it get the best of me, to let it feel, but let it pass and then get over it faster. And move on from that point and be like, okay, I'm upset and, you know, it's something I'm not happy about, but, you know, we'll move past it, whatever it is, I'm, I'm not going to hold anything against you. And obviously, depending on whatever that scenario is, you know, forgiveness, move on mm-hmm. and continue a happy life and like with the short time not worry about the small things that are going to be irrelevant an hour two hours a day a year from now right i hear you because i mean but also yes you have to like deal with certain things because sometimes it's not going to go away if you just let it be and do its own thing like there are certain forms of frustration and anger which I feel like won't affect you if you don't let it affect you. If you just say that's not part of my life right now, mm-hmm. that's over there. Like I'm not even gonna like interact with that. Um, but there are also things that are obviously like it is already affecting you, and you have to deal with it. Yeah, and I I totally agree with that. I think it it only relates to the ones that are affecting you, like. If it's something, I guess it, it it's a very 
iffy subject, at, like, as you're kind of bringing to light of, um, you know, something such as, oh, I'm stuck in traffic, you know. Mm-hmm. That's something that no one's causing on you. This is something that a traffic light could be the cause of. That right. no, that a, a piece of, you know, machinery is mm-hmm. doing. And you can get mad at the person who, like, built it. Or you can get mad at the person who designed traffic lights in or general. Or the person who's in, or... in front of you who has no control of it either. Or right. Like, all these things. That is a little bit of a different scenario where that one is more of a scenario like, okay, that's, you got to like, let that fucking go. Like that's the, don't even pay attention to that. I think you're self-aware enough to know though. The distinction between the distinction between those things. I think where people fall into traps is where they have this negative emotion and they have no context as to where it's directed, where it's directed towards. Mm -hmm. And so they direct it towards irrational places like the person in front of them. Yeah. Where it's just like, fuck you for being in front of me. I need to get home. All this other shit. And I think all it really takes to change that mentality is just being aware of what is actually the problem. Yeah. Or if there's actually a problem at all. And that's where a lot of, uh, a lot of like, you know, dumb crimes and like dumb Mm -hmm. things like spawn out of is like misdirected anger and misdirected frustration is like, yeah, this person was frustrated at something else in their life or like, I see it every day at work where some guy is pissed at me for something that's out of my control yeah. and that it's probably something else that's messed up in their day and I'm self-aware of it and that's why I try not to make a big deal. And yeah, maybe I'll complain about it later about this guy was being a dick, but it's like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, you know, this guy's probably, probably, huh, probably having a fucking bad day. I don't know what he's fucking pissed about, but I'm sure, you know, hope he's going to have a better day later on and, you know, We'll move on from it. He'll forget about it in, you know, two days, maybe even two hours. Who knows? But, like... Yeah. But there's also the reverse of of that, too, where it's, like, if you... You can... There's kind of three options, right? You could just, like, let it pass and, like, not involve yourself in it. You can deal with it or you can, (laughs) like, internalize it and just say, okay, this is, like... A part of my shit that I have to deal with now mm-hmm. instead of actually processing it and getting rid of it in that way. Yeah. And that's, a, you know, I, I think I fall into that trap more than I fall into the trap of getting overly angry at something and yeah. blowing up. I fall into the trap of, okay, I'm like slightly pissed off here, slightly pissed off here. I just kind of co- internalize, co- collect and, all these things yeah, yeah. Well, until I explode in a fit of you know, sadness. And you know, what's crazy is like, I'm not even thinking of you in that instance. I'm thinking of someone else that we know. Okay. Um, you can tell me off the podcast. Yeah. And I'm sure you might know who I'm thinking of. Sure. But it's, it comes down to, there are certain things that happen in life. I, I got to know about a second. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, you know, so, and, it, and it's not to anyone's fault. You know, it could be from a number of things of how you're raised just where your mind is at and whatever. Yeah. And, you know, to get out of a mindset like that or to, to rewire your brain to sort of evaluate your situations differently is hard. Oh, and, yeah, it's, it's insane. And even talking about it like this, I'm still going to fuck it up and I'm still going to, you know, you know, hold things in, in other areas and over-evaluate other things and, like, yeah, forget, like... It's going to happen. 
the goal is just be aware of or even catching yourself after you're doing it yeah and not just and doing your best doing it. Yeah. and doing your best when you can and working on it and the more repetitive you get with that the better you will get with that and through time and through repetition yeah you will get better at it and you will become the better version of it that you want to be yeah this is it is kind of the side of life where ignorance isn't bliss you know like there's a lot of things there's a lot of parts of life where it's like you can be a you can be blissfully ignorant about something and have no connection to a lot of like unseen pain. Mm-hmm. But with this stuff that's just affecting you regardless of what you do, um, you know, the level that it's affecting you is under your control, hopefully depending on the situation, obviously. But, um, you know, ignorance isn't bliss because it's going to affect you. And if you just let it affect you and you don't think about it, then you might, internalize it or do some really bad shit you know yeah and the internalizing will send you into it, it deep, spirals you. a deep dark place and the you know other version of it is like if something really bad happens to you you might do something really bad in turn if you don't really process it mm-hmm. so and likewise if it's involving with you and family you and other people like people right. that are important in your life it can like screw with every like yourself right it could screw with relationships it you know yeah. things that are important it could fuck with in the end even I mean, if it's yeah. not with relationships like whatever it may be like at the end of the day you know which i i fucking hate saying that but you know it could it could fuck with that those types of relationships those experiences that you don't really want to miss out on and you don't really want to fuck with yeah and you want to you know have the most enjoyment out of when it's all said and done. Yeah. And it's like you said before too, about like, there's no pressure with people you don't really know, like inherently having a connection to someone and and loving someone puts you at a disadvantage in this situation. If there is conflict, Mm -hmm. because if you just say, because you can easily just say, fuck that person. I, they're not, they're not in my life anymore, you know? And it's like, I never have to interact with that person ever again. But if they have, any kind of connection with each other and it makes it harder and harder depending on how strong that connection is. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of shit that like extended family and myself, like we can't talk about because we either have a difference of opinion or we have whatever. And if talking about it will cause conflict, then that will strain a very like close why, relationship. Yeah. And then you why won't do even bring, yeah, don't even bring you it know, up. And that's the very, like, and then the age gap between there too. Because I'm sure, sure it's with older people. It's like right. the difference in ages, it's like the mindsets are so far off right. that, you know, changing that old mindset and coming to even, not even changing, but just coming to common ground or just right. being able to say, okay, I get what you're saying. And then being able to say, I get what you're saying. It's just so far off. Like why even go there when you can just be right. okay with it and just be like, all right, you know. Yeah, we have our problems, but we have all these reasons to stay together as whatever relationship it is that we're talking about in the moment. Um, so let's focus on the good versus the bad. Mm-hmm. And and that is like, that's good in a certain relationships. Like, I think that's great for familial relationships unless they're obviously, you know, harmful. Like, if you're actively being harmed by whatever they're saying or doing. Or if it's get, kind of... Get out and or process that with each other. Yeah. But if it's just like a passive, I disagree with you, I disagree with you, and it's more of a debate conflict and not like a... 
if it's like every conflict. time we meet up we're yeah. like oh like talking about this and, and and the debate stuff can lead to a very bad situation like i'm not don't get me wrong but like if you're in a shitty situation get the fuck out or pro- or deal with it but mm-hmm. like if you can but i'm more referring to in this situation like relationships that i have with people where i love them and i just disagree with them and it's not I still love them. It doesn't change that. Mm-hmm. And so, and it doesn't, it's nothing that bothers you to the point where like, Oh fuck. Like I can't, I can't talk to this person. You're just like, all right, they, they fucking disagree with me on this. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I mean, there are certain times where I, I do step in cause I'm like, I disagree with you to a point where it's too much and I have to say something. Yeah. And in the, there are times where I'm getting old, like we're getting older. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's a little bit, it's they accept that I have a voice and an opinion that's informed through life experience. Maybe not as much life experience as them, obviously, but I am twenty three years old. Like mm-hmm. I, I have informed opinions about things, and so there are certain topics that I'm allowed to debate with now. And it also comes not. I think the one thing that's uh, misrepresented too with younger people like us mm-hmm. in terms of in their eyes right. is not just life experience, but the difference in life experience. Sure. Yes. They have years on us in life experience, but it's also different time frames yeah. of life experience. They have time frames in which, you know, uh, um, you know, racial problems were far more prevalent. Right. They have, and I'm not trying to yeah. say that in like, you know, they were racist. I'm just trying to say, I'm, not, I, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not saying it. you know, <laughs> they, there are times, like they came up in times where there was a lot, there were a lot of problems. Yeah. Good, pro- there, there were a lot of good things, bad things. And yes, they experienced all that, but right. you know, we're also coming up in a time where, as well as, you know, a lot of the kind of, you know. PC and there's a lot of I feel that there's well, that's a lot of, the, that's there's a lot the of extremities yeah. I think coming out now. That's, a, that's the thing that it's like ignorance isn't bliss. It when you're talking about a society in general, mm-hmm. like there might be an individual who isn't hurting anybody and just living their you know ignorant lives. Yeah, and uh, you know if they're happy and they're not hurting anyone, who yeah. cares? But as a society in general, like as a, just a general culture. If we aren't aware of things, we might do harm. Mm-hmm. To like once people. once they start voting on stuff like that, once they yeah. start protesting things like like right. if you're if you Invading want if if you're US not capital, in support of yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're if you're not in support of something if you're against something if you don't like this fine keep it to yourself you know you you don't have to like it. I agree to a point, but I think exposing yourself to the opposite or exposing yourself not to the opposite but to because that implies that there's two things exposing yourself to as much data as possible so that you you know improve your belief system instead of actually just saying i'm perfect as i am right now and i'm gonna believe what i believe forever Mm -hmm. and but I mean, I'm gonna live how like this forever. There are certain people. I agree. People... I agree. That's but that's ideal. If you're 80 fucking years old, that's what I'm saying. Like I agree with you that like completely. I do. I just think that's ideal when you are referring to the people to the to the demographic of people that we're referring to. Yeah. The majority of them are not 
able to comprehend that. I'm just and, talking about our generation, really. Our, our generation slightly above us and below us. It's like we have well, the opportunity then, yeah, they, to they actually... They are able to, yeah. Yeah, we still are developing as people, mm-hmm. and we can continue to develop our belief systems and, and stuff. It also, it, it comes down to, uh, you know, it's hard for us to put, like, I know it's something that, you know, you can you can visualize, but to fully put our minds into the mindset of someone who was even raised by someone from that previous generation, like our parents, like, for instance, my grandparents, Mm -hmm. they're not racist. Um, They're not um, anti, you know, gay. Okay. But, um, so my mom, her best friend when she grew up, He's, he's gay, mm. uh, a great guy, known him since they were, like, children. Right. Um, my grandpa had, like, it, it, I mean, had, like, wasn't, like, didn't have a problem with it, but was, like, it was an adjustment for him finding out that he was gay. Right. But other than that, like, they were, like, fine. They, like, said hi to him. Like, literally yeah. nothing with the relationship changed. They were, like, still as close as ever. Like they Like, he was just, like, part of the family. Yeah. But if it had been my mom or my aunt that were gay would have been very different. Right. Because that is their child. Right. And it's not that they're anti-gay, but again, something with that older generation of it being their own child, it's just a flip switches. I think it's just the And it doesn't make it like right. I'm not saying it is, but it's like, you know, you can't really justify the the mindset of someone who's grown up in such a different era and this is coming from like holocaust survivors so these are people too that have been through right they've been through other atrocious things so it's like you can even like if you even try talking to them about it too you'll be like oh well what about the jewish people like you try to compare to other things like oh well those are completely different like it's not though and so like it's like it's just impossible to to explain to certain people yeah i mean i think that's just like i i believe a person like your grandfather in that situation would have changed his mind if he had to change his mind like Mm -hmm. i just don't think like for instance if your mother was gay or lesbian rather Mm -hmm. or whatever well or anything yeah okay um she you know your hope the hope is that your grandfather's beliefs would have changed because they would because his love for his daughter would have overridden mm-hmm. his previous beliefs. And I and think so it would have he would have had to completely reanalyze what he believed and why he believed it. And I think it would have. I think that's But there's the, no there's no guarantee though. There's no guarantee. It it's like yeah, yes, he isn't at I think there's a difference between like obviously he's an actively homophobic. Like he isn't going out protesting people no. being gay, and and, not, and even my grandma, because my grandpa's passed away. Right. Even my grandma nowadays has has even like wa- I mean she watches the news all the time mm-hmm. and has bit like talked to us outright while we were over her house. She's like, why does it matter who wants to marry who? Like she doesn't care. Like she's right. all for it. Uh, and I'm sure she would have had no problem with it. My grandpa might have had like a little bit of a stumble and I'm sure he wouldn't have cared either. Yeah. But you know, there are other people who probably would have had one way or the other. I just think it would have changed his idea of what's normal, quote unquote, 
mm-hmm. and that would have been an adjustment. But I don't. But and th- and that's like in general, like not a bad thing for people to just process new information and then change. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think that's all it would have been. But it you also you know it, if he was actively doing anything negative towards anyone in that in the community, he would have you know as a person in that community or as a as an ally to that community you would have called him out and shit and yeah, they're like hey yeah. why do you believe x y and z mm-hmm. i and you know i i'm i'm in the same boat mine's a little bit more extreme on my side yeah well yeah but like you know i yeah i mean i won't go into that on the podcast but like it, i understand what you mean mm-hmm. and i think it's more just people need to be exposed to shit and, and and there's no reason to expose someone to something unless they're actively harming someone or unless they have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no, yeah. I mean, but also it's great if it's their personal choice to say, I want to learn what other people's perspectives are like. Mm-hmm. But that's a luxury that is truly only afforded to the younger generations because that's not something you could have done 50 to 100 years yeah. ago where you just been like, I'm going to find out what it's like to be this kind of person on the mm-hmm. internet. Mm-hmm. And you're, now we can be like, there's a billion videos about now what you can it's go like. on YouTube, and it's not even as a matter of searching up. Oh, what it's like to be blah blah. You can go on so and so's channel, and there'll be this type of person or that type of yeah. person or so and so. You're just exposed to yeah, a billion to every different. single type of person in yeah. this genre who does this type of uh, you know sport or this type of job or right. whatever. They're all varying types of people with all types of talent right. and. And, and various types of genres of things. And that just, that has to be a positive, obviously. But I think the reason that the older generations are freaked out so much, or at least the very conservative generations are freaked out so much, um, is because culture is moving so fast because we're all being exposed to all this new information so quickly. Um, or at least American culture, you know, is moving, is transforming very quickly. Although I'm sure the rest of the world is the same. Um, and they're not, keeping up with it because there's no reason for them to do that in their eyes. Mm -hmm. So when we, you know, when all these radical changes happen so quickly, obviously there's going to be pushback because they think the world's going crazy. Yeah. You know, which happens generationally, cyclically, 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 cyclically. Oh, that sounds weird, but um, (laughs) all the time. Every, like it, it does, but I, I think it's being drastically accelerated by the internet. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And you know, there's there's I mean, always going to be cultural evolution. And you know what the next one's going to be? Transracial. Oh well, yeah, that guy, dude. that guy who converted to Korean dude is a. <laughs> it's so dude. fucking crazy. I can't. And I, 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 I'm gonna be honest. I'll probably stick out of that. Like, 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 keep out of that as much as possible. Yeah, I'm not talking about it. Yeah, no, at length, I'm, I'm taking. I'm not even that's touching just a, it. That's just the crazy. If you, have, if you don't know wild. what we're talking about and you're interested, uh, yeah, there's a guy who got plastic surgery and now to thinks he's be, Korean to be Korean. Which uh, and whatever you... that girl, that woman who uh, identifies as black, right? Yeah, she she backs him. She backs him. Yeah, of she, course she she, does. she backs him. Yeah. Of course she does. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean that that may be a weird. That's a thing know, that happens in the next few years, but just a little. We shall see. 
We, yeah. sh- we shall see. Uh, I, but I we're, uh, we're a little far on time. We are a little far on time. Do you have anything else? I, I think we're, we're I good got to go to, over if I, you want to. I got a rapid round for you, Ben, if okay, you want to Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I do want to mention before we do rapid round real quick. Yeah, oh, you're going to go over um, uh, the stuff? Yeah, I have um, uploaded the first three episodes to YouTube. Yes. It's taking a long time. Yes. So be patient if you want to listen to the episodes on YouTube. Uh, but eventually we'll get all 42 if not 43 on there. We're, we're looking, Mike <laughs> called me last night and we were looking back at them and like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you're just getting into the episode and for some reason you're listening to this first before you decide you want to go back and listen to old ones, stay in the more recent ones, unless you are looking for some cringe humor because God damn, there's a lot of it. If you want to hear episodes. development, if you want to hear character development, yeah, absolutely. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. You want to sink 40 hours into you know, character development. If you want to waste like <laughs> for two dudes that you don't know, if you want to hear uh, two guys not be good at it for like like ten episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're slightly better now. Yes, we were just so atrocious back then. But yeah, so we're doing that on the YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Who are you looking at? Who are you looking at podcast? I believe it's just who you looking at on YouTube. I think it's who you looking at podcast. Let ben, me look at Ben. We'll double check, but I'm pretty sure it's just who you looking at. Um. I mean, if you t- if you type in who you look at a podcast on YouTube, all three episodes will come up. Uh, so we're uploading those. Um, it is just who you looking at. I'm dumb. Yeah, that's just channel name. But all the episode titles have been looking at podcast. Yeah, episode, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Um, and uh, I yeah, I briefly wanted to mention that. I'm also yeah. Let's do wrap around, Ben. All right, cool. Yeah, oh wait, I'm on the wrong page, bitch. <laughs> Uh, do, 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 do. It's a wrap around with Michael McBrolo. Red Robin or Sonic? Oh, you know I can't go with fucking Sonic after last time. <laughs> Red Robin. I've never even had Red Robin. Mario Baseball or Mario Party? <sighs> That's hard, but Mario Party. Okay. Mario Baseball was fun, though. Cards or dice? Cards. Paper or plastic? Paper. Graphic design. Fuck plastic. Fuck plastic. <laughs> graphic design or illustration. Uh, graphic design. And lastly, yeah. Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, or Tim Hortons. Um, uh, Dunkin's out. I, I guess, uh, Tim Hortons is actually really good. Tim Hortons. Okay. All right. That's the yeah. end of a rapid round, Benjamin. The music's still going. Yeah, end of time. Do you have any recommendations before we sign off? Um. Oh yeah. Actually, I just started it. Um. I was doing it while I was watching it while I was editing, but I had to stop it because, um, the stuff I watch while I edit, I have to like, it can't be something I have to be fully invested in. Right. So I had to stop it because I was getting too <laughs> invested in it. Was uh, the new American Horror Story? Okay. Um, season. I was never into American Horror Story, but it's not ex- something for you. An ex girlfriend of mine was obsessively trying to get me into it because she's obsessed with it. I don't think it's for you. It's not. Yeah. Um, But the newest season was really good because it has a lot of um, uh, California, like, serial killer lore in it. Okay. That's kind of Um, interesting. Like, the first episode talks about uh, the midnight... uh, I don't know a lot about serial killers. You know more about them than I do. Well, I've been listening to a lot of 
podcast yeah. about that. You're a classic, um, a classic white girl right now. Yes. Um, why is that a thing? I, I love it, dude. It's so it. interesting. It's just cr- like the psychology of it, but it's so creative. But anyway, yeah. um, it's really interesting. Uh, uh, take it a look. Take take a look at it. Take it a look. Take it a look, people. Take it a look. Uh, um, I 100% recommend Luca. If you have Disney Plus, these are two Disney Plus things. So, you know, if you want to feed Big Daddy Mouse some more cash that he doesn't need. It is pretty good. Um, Big Daddy Mouse. Luca's fantastic. Is the, you know, a, a gorgeous Italian little bull tail with a tail. <laughs> little Italian man with a tail. And also, <laughs> I just finished, uh, Jesus. I just fin- <laughs> I just finished Loki, which came, the season finale was yesterday. I have not even started yet. It was, <laughs> it was so good. I, I, you know, I want to look like him in yeah, the show. Yeah, you're going, you're getting there. I'm getting there, bud. I want a burrito. You want a burrito? Yeah. Ben, I think um, I'm going to have to put a condom on your burrito. Thank you, man. They make them too thick to put condoms on the weekend. I think we could. They Magnums. Have... Are they extra wide, though? I think we could fit it. I think we should uh, do some more research on condoms and uh, wear them when we're trying to have sexual intercourse. We're going to go test out a Magnum condom on a burrito. All right, guys? And so maybe, you guys have a good maybe night. Maybe mosh that up, squeeze all the goodness out of that. Have a good day, baby. <laughs> That's awful. What? Goodbye. <laughs>